welcome everybody to Different Strokes of Different Folks. And we are your two hosts. My name, Reese One. And I'm Gadget. One. Thank you for joining us today. Woo! <laughs> well, first off, I like to say uh, we're sorry because, you know, we haven't done our podcast in a while uh, because we had some health issues. <laughs> it's her fault, people. It's my fault. Um, my family has some issues. She has family issues, so. That's understandable. But what is today about Miss Doohickey? Today, we are going to ask Reese random questions. They're about anything and everything I could possibly look up or find online or in my head. So, before we get started, warning. This is an advisory to any young child teenager, or adult with sensitive feelings, viewer expression is advised. Viewers listening, discretion is advised. Basically, it can go anywhere. Yeah, so, pretty much. <laughs> all right. So now that we got that out of our system, uh-huh. um, let me go ahead and make it crystal clear. Whatever question she is going to ask me, people, I am going to answer with complete (laughs) truth and all-out honesty. I'm not going to boo you, man! So, without further ado, Ms. Doohickey, let's get started. Okay, we'll do some easy questions first, because, you know. Question. Okay. Do you like flowers, and what kind? Do I like flowers? hmm Yes, I do. I really do. And I like the camellia. The what, what? A camellia. What's a camellia? You've never seen a camellia? It even grows as a bush with flowers that are very vibrant and beautiful. Okay. As a matter of fact, we actually have a camellia bush in our yard. Bam! Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Okay. How would you feel if someone gave you chocolates and roses? I would feel... Would you if somebody gave you that? I would feel flattered. Because chocolate and flowers and a card is always within a stereotype. So Mm -hmm. it would actually be nice to receive 
instead of an expectation of having to give. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have a favorite name, Paul's Color. Do I have a favorite nail color polish? Nail polish color. Okay. Well. And would you wear it? (laughs) And would I wear it? Mm -hmm. I like the color clear and the color black. Okay. And I have worn black nail polish before, and also have worn clear nail polish before. So, yeah, I would wear it. Okay. Would you get a Medi-Pedi? Yes. I should. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Hey, there's absolutely nothing wrong with getting a Medi-Pedi. Because... We like to take care of ourselves too, you know. We feel like we deserve to be spoiled sometimes. There's absolutely nothing emasculating a man from having a mani pet. Just saying. That means he has great hygiene. <laughs> like a metrosexual type of hygiene? Well, there is a difference between metrosexual hygiene and a man who just wants to take great care of himself. Okay. (laughs) Do you like being hugged? Of course I do. Of course. I'm like, what you talking about, Willis? What you talking about, Willis? Do you do the bear hugs or, you know, the side guy hug kind of thing, you know, where most guys do, strike me with the wall? <laughs> Am I a side hugger, a bear hugger, or a fake hugger? I'm a real hugger. I ain't giving no water down. Oh, tap, tap, tap. No. Give me a hug. Show me the expression that you have. Squeeze a little bit. I like hugs. Okay. All right. Do you enjoy late night chats? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The later, the better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I enjoy late chats. I enjoy anytime chats. So, yes, I enjoy them. Okay. What is karma and do you believe in it? What is karma and do I believe in it? Yep, yep. Hmm. Okay. Karma is I'm going to word this properly. Okay. Basically, it's a particular 
energy that is an output of somebody, whether good or bad, and the more good you put out, the better and positive energy you receive, but the more negative you put out, the more things blow back up in your face at some point. And do I believe in it? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. I, I'm a firm believer that karma exists. It may not always hit when a person think it will, but I, I'm a firm believer in it exists. Okay. He's if flipping the page, people. I'm going with the easier questions first. Sorry. Uh-huh. So how many questions we have so far done? Hold on. Four, five, six, seven. Seven questions. Uh-huh. And so for these next three questions, let's see what you got for me before we take that little bit of a... <laughs> okay. If your life was a movie... Who would be the lead role and why? If my life was a movie, mm-hmm. who would be the lead role and why? Hmm. Yep. Let's see. Who could I put it Okay. I would have to either get, well, I don't think I can get him because he's too light, so that wouldn't work. Um, (laughs) um, hmm. I got to get somebody who's around my height. So uh, that is a good question. Personality-wise, I guess you could say I would get somebody like, uh, can I accommodate them? Or it has to be a direct person? Well, since it is your movie and about your life, so, you know. Okay. It'd be kind of weird, like, you know, because you technically are a Gemini, so therefore you would have two different people, so therefore it would work. <laughs> I would have to have a mixture of somebody like Fluffy with, uh, I guess you could say, uh, a Roman Reigns? As weird as that may sound, though. A guy with the look of Roman Reigns and a guy with a personality of Fluffy. So it have to be a Samoan comedian. Funny guy. <laughs> because technically that's how I actually look in a sense. So yeah, I, I, that would have to be. Mm, be an interesting movie. He would have to be actually funny. And can act. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I have. Okay, next question. 
What character trait in humans do you find the worst? Now I need to repeat that for me. Repeat that for me one time. Okay. What character trait in humans do you find the worst? What character trait do I find in human beings? I, I think it's the worst. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Somebody. Somebody who's too selfish. Somebody who's very selfish. That's a character. Because, see, I'm not a selfish individual. I like to be more selfless than selfish. But if I have to give a trait trait, then I would say um, somebody who ain't so damn vain. Okay. All right. What is the most thing, fun thing that you own? What's the most fun thing that I own? Yep. Hmm. Uh, the most fun thing that I own. <laughs> a punching bag. That's a boring. Well, here's the thing. I own a lot of things, but you're asking me mm-hmm. what I would classify as fun. I have video games. I have, you know, all kinds of stuff. That doesn't matter to me. But to be able to tighten my martial arts and get to punch something every once in a while. Well, I guess it would be my MMA dummies. How about that? Okay. I like to punch somebody once in a while, but you know. I have two MMA dummies. One name is Tiger, one name is Dragon. Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) <laughs> what you asked the question I'm giving the answer I know I'm just you didn't so hear what I said what, did what you what question was that one right there that was we have 10 questions down so now that we've gotten the first half in the books She's going to get to the real nitty gritty, right? We are back. And with that being said, she's going to ask me 10 questions 
10 more. And I'll have a few for her. So go ahead and ask your first one. Have you ever made a friend felt horrible for asking stupid questions? Have I ever made a person feel bad for asking stupid questions? First of all, for the simple fact that you're taking this as personal as you are, you must feel that I'm insinuating that the questions that you have asked me are stupid. So let me make it clear beforehand. I don't think the questions that you're asking me are stupid. What I think is that the questions I think you can come up with would be a little more juicier and more surprising that you can almost stop me because you have done it before. No, I don't think the questions are stupid. And if you feel bad for me making you feel like I'm insinuating that the questions you're asking are stupid, I apologize for you feeling that way. But that's not the intention. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Okay. Next. Have you ever let someone give you um, sex in the butt? Uh, what was that question again? Have you had somebody stick their dick in your booty? Wow. You're asking me if I've had a experience You know what? I've had an experience. And that's how I discovered that it's not for me. When I was younger, I experimented with a lot of things and discovered it was not for me. That was not my cup of tea. It was not my type of activity that I thought would be fun. So now we're getting into the gritty. Okay, so let's hear what else you got. Have you ever sucked somebody's dick? Wow. Somebody is angry. Is that what you're trying to say, express? Yes. Just answer the question, please. Huh? Just answer the question. No, I, no I'm about to answer. Question. I gave my word. I'm going to ask you truthfully, right? Yeah. And again, just like I just said on the last question, I've had my experiences and discovered that it's not for me. So, yes, I have, and it's not for me. Okay. 
Hmm. Another question, huh? I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would you ever fist someone if they asked you to? Would I ever fist a person if they asked me to? Mm-hmm. Wow. Um... Actually, I don't think I truly could. Why? Because here's the thing. The concept of wearing a person like a puppet kind of throws me off a little bit. I mean, yes, I know the vagina is some of the most elastic and stretchy, the stretchiest material on this planet, and it can snap back pretty well. But in a sense, I feel like it ruins the imagery and the idea of pleasure for that woman and I have been asked to do so and I just don't see where it would be pleasurable from my standpoint that one almost got me I will say that 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 one almost got me but okay okay, next question would you let somebody tie you up and beat you up if that if that's what got them off? I've actually had that done before. <laughs> I, I've had that done before, and it's not bad. It's not too bad. She she was definitely um pretty hardcore. But it, it wasn't too bad. I just came up with a rule for myself. No, no marks left on me. So. I, I see nothing wrong with that. that. I mean, everybody gets their pleasure somehow, some way, right? Have you used an animate object during sex? Have I used inanimate objects during sex? Mm-hmm. Can you elaborate a little bit more? Are we talking about on me, on her, the individual, or what? Both. As in something that was not supposed to be used for sex, but you used it anyways, kind of thing. Well, yes, I have. I've used Slim Jims, I've used Jelly Beans, I've used Skittles, I've used M&M's, I've used fruit I've used um pretty much different food products I've used um a makeshift dildo on someone uh, I've actually used a makeshift cock ring to wear before um, yeah, I mean, I've done, you know, I've, uh, 
I, I've used clothespins for nipple clips. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I've I've done so. Okay. Would you let somebody pour a candle wax on you? It has happened. Will I ever let it happen again? No. <laughs> no, I I can't allow it to happen. Now the wax melts. That seems yeah. like it can be fun. The wax melts don't hurt. Well, if you get the temperature right, it can. Not as Uh, much as regular wax does. You said said the wax melts don't hurt? As much as the actual candle does. That's true. But you asked if I've used... Yes, I have. And I refuse to ever use it again. Because... First degree, almost second degree burns, and on occasion, maybe one third degree burn is not nice. When improperly done, and on top of that, it's just, again, something I tried, but I'm not into. Okay. What's your worst fear? What's my worst fear? Hmm. My worst fear. Sexually wise, sorry. Sexually wise? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, how about this? I'll answer both of them. Okay. Sexually wise, my worst fear is never being able to meet up to my own expectations ever again. That That is my worst fear. I have a standard that I live by, and if I can't meet up to it, I, that to me is almost like a sense of death. That's a worse fear in sexual wise. Now, okay. as far as my actual worst fear, that would be most people would say to die. Me living is much harder. So what I will say is this to not be able to see some of the biggest moments that are yet to come. Literally. Not to be able to see them. Well, aren't you just a big philosopher? Hmm? Well, aren't you just a big philosopher? Well, yes, I am. So, so far you've asked me, what, six questions? Five? Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm ready for the next ones. 
Have you ever had a gun to your head? Yes, I have. On more than one occasion. One of my favorite ones to tell everybody about is when walking to the bus stop when I was in high school. I typically walked behind this one building that um, used to be a catch-all type building. It could never keep a business in it. That's why I was a catch-all. <laughs> and as I walked behind it, on the front of it, there were cops sitting there. And as I walked behind it, a guy jumped out, pointed a gun directly at my head, and told me to give me, uh, give him all my money. Now, I reached in my pocket. Told, I told him I was broke. He said, give me your wallet. I reached in my pocket and opened my wallet, and no lie, a moth flew out of my wallet. That's how broke I was. A moth flew out of my wallet. He was so dumbfounded that that actually happened, that he actually just ran and just left. That That's how serious it was. I literally had a moth fly out of my wallet. And another time, was from a person who was supposed to be a best friend of mine. And this is before I discovered about being polyamorous. Way before then, I was a younger teen. Around, you know, 14, 15, somewhere in that age range. And he decided he was going to holler at the girl who was my girlfriend. And instead of me actually beating him up, I smacked him around with a pillow. So it didn't hurt him. I hurt his pride, but I didn't hurt him. And he decided he was going to go into his stepfather's and mother's room and actually got the gun and put it in my face. And in each situation... Huh? For you hitting him with a pillow, he got a gun in your face. What a pain. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he literally pulled a gun on me. So, in response, I told him, you might as well pull the trigger. Because from that day forward, I told him, anytime I see you, you better hope somebody is there to keep me from getting my hands on you. Because Here's your chance. You pointed it at me. You better use it. And ever since that day, every time I have ever seen him, he's always ran the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, I've had on multiple occasions a gun placed in my face. Sorry, I drank some frozen Mountain Dew. Does a body good? So, I'm ready for the next question. Um, 
I had it, then I lost it. <laughs> well, you might want to go find it, I see. Um. Oh, here it is. Um, do you like your balls and dick being beat up? Do I like my penis and balls being beat up? Yep. Okay. What do you mean, do I like it being beat up? Smack around what? Smack around with a hand. Poke with a hand. I don't mind it. My, my penis, anyway. My balls, eh. Um, I'm, I used to be into the whole smacking the balls thing around, you know, having mine smacked. Let me clarify that 100%. I used to like it happening to me. I'm not one to do so to others. Um, But as I've gotten older... I mean, I still don't mind the penis and everything being smacked around a little bit here and there, such and so forth. But that's that portion. I mean, it, it can be relaxing in a sense. Okay. I like to see how creative the, the female mind gets when, as she says, she has the controller. You know, dicks are like springs. They bounce back, uh, right back up. Do I know that? I would think I would know that considering I have a penis, yes. I mean, most people actually compare it more to the doorstop uh, theory. A doorstop, I can see that. But it doesn't make that noise the doorstop does, though. It would be more of the doorstop reaction than the noise, of course. So, That'd be funny, though. You know what? Typically, if it makes that noise, they might be on a shorter side of things. No, if they made that noise, not the dick made that noise, but if they made that noise. Well, I have before. <laughs> I think it would be funnier for a female to do it and make that noise, though. Oh, okay. That shows she has personality. <laughs> Why are men so sensitive? When it comes Why are to their so sensitive. In yeah. what sense? Like as in don't touch me down there, don't grab it, it, it hurts. I mean, like okay. so in the physical sense, because I mean if you want I can answer all the way around. Okay. So which one you want me to answer in the physical sense first? Mm-hmm. Okay. Remember, on the first half, I explained how I had you take your finger and 
you know, the experience of oral sex for a man. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, basically, after all those muscles and nerves are worked, basically, it's juiced. You, you done juiced the faucet. Okay. Every one of those tendons and all the little muscles and everything, they they have they're they're done. So typically what happens is they become sensitive because they have no more juice left at that moment. They have to reduce up. They have to basically get back into that point of being, you know, a, a little bit of rest for Mr. Man. Think about here's the the concept, okay? Okay. If a man sucks on a woman's breast, if he sucks on her nipples, after so long, they become sensitive. Yeah. Okay. The reason why it becomes sensitive is because so much blood has rushed through it. And now it can't take no more pressure behind it. Correct? Right. That's exactly and a woman's breast ain't gonna go they don't do that. If you suck on a woman's breast, you ain't gonna just instantly get shot in the face with some milk or something. Unless she's uh, lactating. Mm -hmm. But as a man, after he reaches a climactic period, he expels, you know, some semen. Mm -hmm. Which is his way of saying, I tap out, I tap out, it's over, you win, you win. Uh-huh. Therefore, since he has no more juice to give at that moment, it's his way of saying, I can't be touched. But there are some men who actually like to be touched after they get off because it heightens that sensitivity and makes it that much more of an experience for him. Ironically, I am one of those. But anyway, now, as far as men being sensitive in general, men typically are sensitive. They mask their feelings and emotions because they make things. Huh? With anger. They mask it with all kinds of other emotions so that they don't have to feel like they have to be so expressive. Because we were taught growing up, whether by men, women, or others, it don't matter. You know, everything tells a man to toughen up, to everything says you got to be tough. You can't be expressing your feelings. You shouldn't. You can't. You should not. 
everything that will make a man be able to actually express how he really feels, we were told to always hold back. So when you finally get a man to open up, typically you get to say, you act like a love. Yeah. Because now you're getting to see how they actually are and how sensitive they may be. And the thing is, women don't like sensitive men, typically. I like sensitive, it just... See? You hear the caveat behind it? You hear the caveat? I like sensitive. It's just... That means you don't like sensitive. Let me ask you this. You have... You had just your thinking they're a little bit, but you know, you've had on many occasions in your lifetime by now, you've had guys that have shown more of a sensitive side. You have ran, not just walked all over them, you have ran all over them, yes or no. Yes. Did you like it? No. My point. Because of them, and you feel they were too submissive. To show sensitivity means you're showing that you are pretty much a submissive individual, which isn't necessarily true, but that's the imagery that it places out there. Just saying. Just saying. That's why I'm classified as a switch in that situation. Because I have dominance and I can be submissive. And I'm definitely a pleaser. So, next. So, if you ran into a female like Marble, let's say opposite of Marble, how would you handle that situation? If I ran into a female that's like marble, mm-hmm. how would I approach the situation? Yep. Oh, that's actually not that difficult. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Typically, an individual who states that they don't want to do something until they're married to most times have their mind already made. So the thing a person would do in that situation is give them something to desire. Mm-hmm. Not to sit here and play, not, and don't get it twisted. I didn't say to play with their emotions. That is not what I said. Because <laughs> there are people who would take to mess with a person's desires and to mess with their emotions. Some people would mix the two. No, you would basically play to their desires. There are 
everybody has a particular type that they desire. There's not only the imagery, but there are particular motions, actions, and ways of doing things that can make even the driest of desert type people get a little bit <clears throat> moist. You know? Well, how would you handle, you know, him being a, a female, being a Debbie Downer every time you talk to him? To be a Debbie Downer? Mm-hmm. Somebody who is always so negative. You know what? You I can deal with people like that all the time. Huh? Would you continue to be friends with them or would you tell them to shut up and grow up? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Sometimes you want to say that to them because it's the easiest thing to say. But the way I would approach it, me personally, is just listen to them. And after they're done being there, downing, you know, doom, gloom, the world as you type of way, then ask them. Ask them a fair question. If you hate the world so much, why is it that you personally choose to go and push yourself to make tomorrow just as miserable? And the reason why it took me a second to word it properly is because I am not an advocate of suicide. I want people to always, and I mean always, get themselves whatever type of help they may need. So death is always easy. So I don't like to go into the whole, won't you kill yourself? Because I don't think that is a way to go about anything. What I would say is, instead of looking at the world so miserably, look at what you got that makes you happy. And if you can't do that, then why somebody do you find somebody who pointed at? Huh? I said, find somebody who pointed out to you. Like, exactly. It's not hard to find to make life a little easier than what it seems. That's basically what you point out to him. Okay. I'm ready for I question killed. number eight or nine. I killed my pen. This is ten? I said I killed my pen. You killed your pen. Yeah. Well, pen, rest. And peace. Oh, wait. It's working again. <laughs> it's alive! Guess I need to stop drawing on a piece of paper. 
Really? Yeah. So I'm listening. I'm going to question yes, eight or nine. Uh, I think we're on nine. All right. Let's do this. Um, so how do you feel being a house husband? How do I feel being a house husband? Mm-hmm. You know what? I actually feel pretty good about it. At first, it was difficult. It was hard because I've always been one <clears throat> to want to work somehow, some way. But being known as a fifth-class citizen being legally blind, if you want to know more about that, go visit Man of a Legally Blind Eccentric talking about BLVC. That's all you got to do. Go check it out. I'm just saying. But anyway, with that being said, it's like this. Being a house husband shows that the women out there who has always been housewives, who has always been the one to take care of the ins and outs of homemaking should have the utmost respect in this world because it is definitely a actual job. Now, granted, you can take more breaks than most people on occasion here and there, it can take more breaks than I can. But you have your your responsibility doesn't stop from a particular time period. Yours go from day, you know, yours is a 24-hour job being a homemaker. Mm-hmm. So being a house husband, it is a 24-7 job. It is something that honestly makes you work your butt off and figure out how to make the next day just as bright as the day before. And a little bit easier because you're taking on the responsibilities of what's all going on throughout the house You have all of the chores in the household. You have, if you have children, if you had cheering, as some people say, cheering, you have the responsibility of schoolwork and food and laundry and even cleaning their messy rooms. You have plenty of things to go over and over and over. (laughs) But the thing is, it is in its own right a very rewarding job. So to all the mothers and housewives out there, so much respect to you. Okay. Uh Last question. 
How would you like to die? <laughs> How would I like to die? Yeah, like, you know, when you're at that age. How would you like to go out in this world? What, you think I want to say, I want to go out like an action star, baby? Woo! No. <laughs> Here's the thing. If I'm going to go, to be honest, I would like to go in the easiest way that it can be easier on everyone else. Because here's the thing, to have a long drawn out death is only going to make more people suffer. To have a quick and painless death is still going to make someone suffer. Because no matter what the situation is, it's not an easy situation to have to deal with. But There are quick ways to go to where technically it comes out to be painless because it, it happens instantly. It's always going to be sad. So no matter what, it will have to be, in a sense, something that was in nobody's control. But make it happen fast. Fast. Somewhat painless, but flashy, potentially. How about that? Let, let's let's also say a little bit flashy. Okay. okay. So if it was like a big old semi that hit, just make you know, make it to where just my seat blow up and everybody still make it out the car. <laughs> okay. So that that's how I would look at. To where it's a little easy on everybody else. So people be like, he went out the way he wanted to. But to actually make it clear, I've made this crystal clear. So I'm going to say it right here, right now, on the air. When I'm gone, I made it clear. I don't want a funeral. I want a celebration of life. And in my obituary, I wanted to say, or somebody to announce, it says in bold print, if you cry, I will haunt you. <laughs> but people are going to cry. No. Please. I will hear the thing. This is how I really feel about a funeral. Funerals are depressing. I don't want to remember. Yeah. I don't want to remember all of the sad thoughts that's going through my mind. I want people to remember all of the happy moments I've brought to them. I've done plenty enough in my life to make many people smile, laugh, and even probably pierce their shelf. 
and want I want to stab to... you in the eye. Huh? And want to stab you in the eyeball. Well, you know what? I ain't got... But the point that I'm making is this. There are okay, plenty sorry. more moments that I brought to make people happy. Smile. Laugh. Have a rollout good time. I would prefer them think and share moments like that then oh he was such a nice person oh he was a kind soul no I was a person who cared for other individuals yes but here's the thing if I made you feel good out there Share that. That's what you do. Celebration of life. Drink something for me. Because I won't taste it. Yeah, I won't. I don't drink. I didn't say alcohol. See? 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 I never said alcohol. I said drink something. It could be a Mountain Dew. It can be Gatorade. It can be water. Pepsi. It can be Pepsi. See? It could be Coca-Cola. It could be RC Cola. It can be pop. It could be Rock Creek soda. It could be, it don't matter. Just drink it. Oh my gosh. You should have um, that one soda that I like. Oh my God, what's the name? That's only in South Carolina. Cheer wine. Cheer wine. Give everybody cheer wine. They can bring their own drinks. <laughs> but anyway. Like we <laughs> anyway. So those are your 10 questions. Yep. All right. So let me go ahead and ask you five. Okay. Your first one. Here's your first question. Do you have any phobias? Yes, I do. What type of phobias do you have? Uh, fear of the dark. Mm-hmm. Because I have reasons for it, even though they're probably not real reasons, but you know. Um, you want to hear the reason? Oh, go ahead. Tell the reason. Okay. Uh, because I have a hard time seeing at night. Mm-hmm. Um, so it brings in that fear of I, ha- I can't see that well at night. Um, one of the guys I'm talking to said, you're blind in the back. No, I can still see, just not that well. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And you know, there's other another reason, but you know, it's just all about things that go. Let's talk about in that a different time. I'm not gonna bring that out. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. do you like you try to do me. Okay. So, question number two. 
Have you ever did any streaking in your life? No. You're boring. Boom! You never did any streaking? Uh, at home, but, you know, not where, not in public. No. Boom! I walked around my friend's house naked, but <laughs> no. So, here we go. Question three. Would you ever, ever say that you've had a vicarious experience? Yes. Really? I'm not afraid to tell people that. Uh Uh-huh. So, question four. Did you like it? Uh, I found out it wasn't my cup of tea. Ah, somebody steals my term in this one, huh? Yes, I did. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. 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 So I'm So let's go ahead and ask this fifth question, which is like an eight-part question. Oh, Lord. See how I worked that in. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The fifth question goes like this. If you could express yourself to anybody in this entire world to tell them who your true self is, the first part of it is, who would that be? I'm trying to express myself on a normal basis. The only time I don't do it is at work. That's not what I asked. But I know that's not what you asked, but I show who I am most of the time, so there's nobody that I show my true self to because I already show who I am. Really? So, if I name a few people, you tell me yay or nay? Yes. Okay. Question, the first person, my my brother Shark. Okay, well, you know, um, I never was able to talk to Shark. Mm-hmm. And why was that? <laughs> because he made me extremely nervous to go talk to me. <laughs> but you said you always show your true self. Okay, always. so I don't show my... That was a lie. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me rephrase that. I try to show myself to everybody. <laughs> Is that a better fair assessment? <laughs> well, I burst your bubble real quick on that one, huh? 
Okay, third part of that question. Well, hold on. I had to add another person. My mother. Your mother? Yeah. I think she knows how I am. I mean. But you say you showed your true self to everybody. Okay. I'll skip over my mother because I see you you stumped on that one. What about my cousin or the alphabet soup family? Okay, you know what? <laughs> Back then <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't showing my true self to people. But I have learned. Now, I'm glad you said back then. So now we have, you know what I mean, We just had a conversation about a particular person. I think Uh I think it was about last Monday. And I told you to express to an individual. I how did. You felt. And what was your response to that? I don't want to. But you just said you express yourself, your true self to people. And this is very recent. Huh? I did tell him. You did show him. I did tell him. Did you tell him? Did you tell him over the phone or did you do it via text message? Via text message because that phone works nice. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. So now we've established that. Let me go ahead and get into the fourth part of my question. As you showed your true self, do your true self have crybaby tendencies? What do you mean? Do your true self have crybaby tendencies? What do I mean right. by crybaby? Yeah. We just talked about sensitivity earlier in the que- line mm-hmm. of questions you gave me. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Will you admit that you are softer than a, you know, lush pillow? I don't like admitting it, no. But yes, I am. <laughs> Part five of the question. Are you typically as tough and mean as you show yourself to be, or are you a little cuddly 
koala bear. I'm not that cuddly. You said what? I'm not that cuddly. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> Are you trying to lie to people again? No. So you said you're not that cuddly. Do you like to canoodle? What's a canoodle? Do you like to cuddle and spoon and basically nuzzle up to a person? Only if I'm not hot. You're not answering my question. I did answer your question. No. You said only if you're not hot. Give me a straightforward answer. That is a straightforward answer. Yes, that but is when not. I'm not hot. It's a yes or no question. Well, it's a sometimes question. <laughs> no, it's a yes or no question. Yes. Okay. Then you are cuddly koala. What's wrong mean, with being a cuddly koala? I'm a mean cuddly koala. No, you portray yourself to be mean. But in reality, are you really a sweetheart? No. What? No. I can't hear you. I said no. Why are you lying again? I ain't lying. As you just said it in a way of lying. I am sitting up. I ain't lying down. Uh-huh. But see, you see, you see, people, I answered every one of the questions with total honesty, with truth. Even the first hardcore strong questions that are very personal. I put it out there in truth. And now that I bring out hers some, she wants to up. Why is that? Because if everybody knew I was a sweetheart, they would be called, hey, you want to do this? Hey, you want to do that? And so, no, I don't want people to really know I truly am because I get taken advantage of. Well, so did you? Okay, so you say you are a, a sweetheart, but you don't like to be taken advantage of. Yes. Do you have somebody who actually looks out for you? Um, besides Reese. Okay. So, do you think, with that being said? That somebody's going to get the opportunity to take advantage of you. If they're sneaky enough. <laughs> really? You said if they're sneaky enough? Yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. Calm down. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. So, with that being said, and I'm going to just go ahead and skip to the eighth part because I'm not going to add six or seven. 
you said only five questions. Huh? You only said five questions. Yeah, but I said question five had eight parts to it. Well, why not get all to all eight parts then? Because you can't handle the truth. <laughs> so, skipping six and seven because she can't handle the other two. I'll just ask this. Is there somebody right now that you can say that you truly care for? Want a punch in the face but yet, at the same time, express yourself in the best way possible. Basically, can you say there's somebody in your life today that you love slash hate? Besides you? <laughs> Besides me? Yeah. No, I ain't gonna say besides me. Um, if you want to say me, then you can say me, but that's your choice. My dad, does my dad count? Look, bro, dad is going through enough right now, so we're not going to talk about bro, dad. Okay, um. Honestly, to for me to stretch my total self and you know all that, not really. No. Basically, uh, she says she loves slash hates me. Y'all hear that? It's okay. I'm okay with that. I am perfectly fine with that. That's why have we like have that. That's why we have a great friendship. Because we know how she feels about me. And we respect her. <laughs> she, she does. She truly does, y'all. Y'all better know it. She that, that was probably one of the truest statements she can make. And it's okay with me. I'm trying to get, you know, one of the guys I'm talking to to that point. But I don't trust them enough. <laughs> well, trust is key in life, okay? I mean, one of them is getting closer than the other, but yeah, I trust him as far as I can swing him. Uh huh. That's all right. That's all right. Just know that in life, things like that happen. Now, for all of you, if you have questions out there that you want to ask Lady Doohickey or myself, you can be able to hit us up on our social medias. And what is the number one social media they can hit us up on? Facebook. Uh-huh. Yeah, Doohickey. Yeah, don't, don't be so much 
don't add me and just ask for a video chat because I know the night and then I'm gonna block your ass. Sorry. Anger issues much. Um so how else can they be able to leave any comments or anything? How else? Yes, how else, weirdo? Nerd! Uh, my Instagram. I was Gadget Doohickey. You can try and meet me, but I'm not on there very much anymore. And what is that one? It is Gadget in Indiana. Uh huh. No, it's Gadget. You have to look in Indiana. Uh-huh. So what else? Um, so we have hit Facebook. We have hit Instagram. And you've even said meet me. But what is the number one they can hit you up on, lady? I don't know. Would that be anchor.fm backslash? Oh, yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> anchor.fm slash gadgets85 or anchor.fm slash different strokes with different folks. Where is my mind at today? Get it out the gutter. You keep thinking about penis. Um, if you want to be able to leave any comments for me, you can be able to hit me up on any of my social medias. That would be that would be Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, LinkedIn, Clubhouse. That would also be Instagram, YouTube, and if I'm missing any, oh, Twitter. Please don't forget my Twitter. You can hit me up on any of those with the Simply Reads 1. Or you can be able to go to anchor.fm backslash Simply Reads 1. Also, you can also go check out my stuff from different folks, you know, of different folks of different strokes. Look, I said different folks of different strokes. That's so funny. Of different strokes of different folks, you know, Big Brother program. Of Mind of a Legally Blind Eccentric, also on Anchor.fm. And with that being said, we want to say we appreciate all of you. We so, so, so sorry, so, so sorry for taking so long to get back at you. Maybe if somebody got lucky more often, she'll feel up to getting it. Yeah, shame. But but you know, with that being said, we want to say we do appreciate you guys. And for that, we want to say if you don't know what's up, now that's what's up. And we're going to holler at you guys next time. Bye. Ooh, so dry. Try it again. Try it again. Is that better? No, one more time. Bye. She'll get better at it. She's such a nerd. Thank you.